Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita. Um, you probably know me as Bible Study Girl. And the first voice that you heard was the executive producer of this hero podcast, Bible Study Brother. What's good, people? It is I, Bible Study Brother, but I'm also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. And this is the most wonderful podcast of your day. Gray Matter is coming out May 12th. And the BSG queen herself is on the album, guys. So go and support her debut. If you go and support her debut, she'll appear on more things, man. Like, you gotta support it. I'm just gonna, if the album bomb, I'm just gonna have to blame it on BSG. That, that's what I'm gonna do, y'all. Actually, you won't, because I just have a slight, <laughs> like, feature interlude. My true musical skills as a lyricist have been um shall i say ignored and neglected throughout the years but it's fine you know i i support you fully support you glad you put out your album just y'all just be waiting for mine and he can't Listen, hate I'm telling y'all if y'all support that's all i'm saying like <laughs> she's trying to make it a different caveat but like if y'all support man listen come on she she's gonna pop up everywhere i tr- trust me uh man but uh he rose. Didn't he rise? And we are so thankful that he rose. I actually have a, um, what do you call it? It's It sits outside my door. I guess you could say it's like a welcome to my home sign, but it says he is risen. I need for the people to know. As for me and my household, we know <laughs> that <laughs> he is alive. He is alive. He is alive. Um, so we are here right uh we are between good friday and resurrection sunday tomorrow is as my pastor says it's like the super bowl for christians like (laughs) resurrection sunday is the big day you know what i'm saying kids everywhere right now are practicing their easter speeches oh, for we'll get tomorrow to that. <laughs> we're gonna start with the word first but man when we hit that benediction right. oh they are getting ready and prepared to stand in front of the congregation um and just exclaim about how excited they are that jesus rose and i think this probably is the first specific podcast we've ever had about resurrection sunday yeah. isn't that crazy yeah. um because we're previously... normally out like right doing stuff so we like don't even think to and and this is our first like you know strategic planning and making sure we are hitting this is our first those year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our first year of strategic planning yeah. and plotting out podcasts and like anticipating what's coming. Yeah. And so I I mean it makes me sad that out of over a hundred episodes, this is our first one specifically about Resurrection Sunday because it is the reason why we're here. It's the reason why um we're functioning. Yeah. It's the reason that we have eternal life, that good old resurrection, which I talked about. Go ahead. What were we gonna say? No, I was gonna I was uh, go ahead, you finish and then I'll get in my bag. I talked about um, the resurrection and my first time really thinking about what it actually was, mm-hmm. like physically, like what it really and truly was. And I wrote a blog about it. Um, at this point, it'll be, you can go back and look 
um, in the March of this year, if you want to read the blog, um, you can look back in March of 2023 and see the blog that I had about Resurrection Sunday. But I was sharing in that blog that I probably, I think my first time ever. Okay, so my friend, my good friend and I, uh, my best friend growing up, we loved the Lord. And we were truly dedicated to living out this Christian life. Well, we felt compelled to write a play for Resurrection Sunday. I mean, a full production. Um, but part of the writing of the play, we started researching what the crucifixion actually was. Like, outside of what we read in the scriptures, like, okay, what is crucifixion really? Like, what did it look like? Mm-hmm. what was it for real? And that was my first time I was in my early twenties, really thinking about the physical aspects of resurrection, right? Cause we grow up hearing about the nails in his hands and his feet. And then you think, Oh yeah. But like truly kind of grasping, like, what does that really mean? It didn't happen to my early twenties. The thing that further cemented me actually thinking about truly what crucifixion and all of that was, was going to see the passion of okay, the Okay, we was going to get there. I was, bro, listen, so, okay. So here's what it solidified for me in that moment, because that, that too was Is my, that the first time it really, like, you really, like, not, you know what I'm saying? We hear it all the time, yes. and I think it kind of becomes like... Well, it's like I knew that it was like, you, they killed him right and you know everything else but listen it's everything prior to that got me the most in terms of like the fact that they were literally beating him and selling his clothes before he ever you know got up on the cross and in the movie i'll never forget this is why i will just never again i ain't got to watch it only needed it once don't need just the once just the once because there are two parts of it that when we all went and there are two parts of it that like will forever just stay cemented in my brain the first is when they were beating him and they hit him with a spiked mace, I believe, or like a, a whip kind of thing. With I can't remember thing. if it was a mace. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember if it was a mace. And a chunk, a chunk of his flesh. Fl- just, and I was like, ah, man. Like, the the level of humiliation that he went through before ever getting on the cross, bro. Like they right. put, like Be- they literally poured salt into the wound. Right. In terms of like what they what he could be wiped with was vinegar. Like acidity on your wounds, my guy. Like whew. and then the second part is when he died. And they like do this zoom down in the hell or whatever. And I can't remember if it was like right before or after Judas committed suicide or whatever the case may be. Um, but I was like, the whoever, like, I know Mel Gibson, all that little stuff he got going on with him, but when he when that shot that scene, I'm like, nah, bro, something like was like, mm-mm, this look, I mm-mm, like 
I'm not saying that whoever played like y'all need to check on whoever it was that played the devil. That's all I'm saying. That that's how I feel. Like pray for him. He needs. He might need an exorcism or something. Did a great job, eh? I don't know about great job, but he did a job. Well, I'm saying he <laughs> he illustrated he very the, well. <laughs> he, he, he got the point across. Yes, he did. Um, and so I think that was my first time actually. You know, because we hear it all mm-hmm. the time in church when you grow up in church, so it just becomes like a thing. But when you have to really sit in that and realize like what that means, like. He went through all of that just for me, like for me, for real, you know, because I believed I received. But I don't think I. I don't think I actually had a full understanding of what that looked like, you know? Yeah, I don't I don't even think I had a real understanding even after that of like the whole transpiring of the events right. in terms of like. So when you get to the resurrection, when you think about everything leading up to and then you think about the logical aspects of like how people are processing it, right? Um, theologically, historically, like he was here, period. Like that is not even something that's right. disagreed upon or whatever the case may be. The only thing people disagree on, and even historically, they can't like discredit is still the resurrection. Like, even like if you're looking by the 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 accounts of stories told and how we discern uh or how the world discerns, because I know how I discern it. But anyway, <laughs> how the world discerns um, when he was there and when he uh, rose from the dead and how the tomb was empty and how in that time it would have been so close to impossible to fabricate the same story. Right. And like, you know, where he would have been, like you would have found that here because all of these things happen within that time. The same way um, they talk about the fact that they know that uh, no uh, that the flood happened. Like it, it, it blows my mind the way it started to materialize as as like spiritual fact and what it meant. Because I used to struggle a lot of times with, okay, where's the parts of the Bible that show me? And I think at the time as a, as a child, you look through, you read different chapters, and it doesn't feel like you kind of exist. And then like you're wondering, like, well, how did Jesus do this? Like, how did Jesus do puberty and, and all this other stuff? And then it wasn't until really a couple months ago, honestly, that I started to like put together the fact that you didn't experience those things in that way. Like when you think about puberty and, and like wet dreams or whatever it is, you have to, you build that off of a fleshly desire. You know, it's going to happen. I mean, your hormones, you know, work as they work because it's saying you are sexually mature or whatever the case may be. But the place that all like 13 year old teenagers draw from is like this uh, this um, memory bank of whatever the case may be of what's around you, because you start to notice um, feminine shape and and, and so on or, or whatever it is for you. And I started to just think about my savior and the fact that to be spotless, like he just didn't have that. Like there was no like reason to even 
go through the you know the years from 13 to when he started preaching like that's just what he did it's just that's what he did until you know 33 when he was on the cross and that's that and i'm like i feel really confident in that life that he lived in being spotless and doing the things on earth that might that were not possible for me right so it, I don't know. It just it just got more real to me in terms of like what it was that how amazing his life was, because you're existing among flesh driven, selfish people, and at every turn you choose to be selfless, at every opportunity every you choose time. to be selfless. Like thirteen, where they like you never even had the thought in your brain to, you know. Um, you're a child, you're grow older, and then you can no, you was pre like from the moment you, you could, you did, and kept going because you were not here for your flesh or for yourself, and you were not controlled by your flesh or for yourself. And right. even at like it had to be like you literally to even put him in the position to fully connect, so to speak, he had to be in the wilderness, right. And that was like a, a deprivation of like, like, like I had to, he has to physically place himself into that type of desperation, that type of um, spiritual journey, that type of trusting um, to, to himself. And it's just, ah, oh man, like Easter, every year uh, it's just gotten more and more like, Man, he loves us. He does. And I think the more that you learn and the more that you experience him, um, I think your appreciation for his sacrifice grows over time. Um, and your understanding of truly what a sacrifice it was, especially when you know how low down you can be personally, you know, and and even taking all that into account, he still chose to go through everything that he went through to save us. He loves us. Like he, he, he died for us. He died for us. Um, but the dying is not the thing that saved us. He had to get on back up with all power mm -hmm. in his hands. Um, so that we would have the opportunity to have eternal life. And I'm so grateful that he decided um, to get on up, to lay it down and pick it back up so that we could have eternal life. So super, super grateful. Oh, um, did you also know, like, you know, like David and everybody else that had gone before us was like they would, you know, not there like in hell, but like in depth, like it. it waiting for for the resurrection to go to heaven right i don't i can't speak to that with authority it's no. not something i've studied well, so it, i don't know it's something we just got like a little bit of gleaming on recently and i was just like wait what and in my mind i went that had to be like in the twinkling of an eye though, bro had to be in and, and that's how i do it in my mind because in my mind i'm like whoo you you whoo. If I had to like sit and wait, like I went before Jesus came and I had to sit and wait for death to be defeated. And I'm like, there, you know. I, this is I, my I, personal opinion. 
Well, okay, I'm gonna back it up with scripture. Scripture says to be absent from the body is to be present from the Lord. Yeah. So I don't think there is a weight, but we're not aware of it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we close our eyes on this side and then we wake up with him. Just yes. Period. And that's what I thought too. That's just what I thought. Period. Like they never just had like to when like you go sit. to sleep at night, you don't so, realize that time has passed. And no, that's what I was saying. But in my mind, I was like, there still was like a you know what I'm saying? Like it, like it, that, that is beautiful to me in a way of like when Abraham, when Moses, when all of those folks died, you're like, you went the Lord. You like, you know, but you did like <laughs> this. You know what I'm saying? Like you live, like for time travel. That's the same thing that's going to happen to you. You're, yeah, you're there. no, true. But like, but. For me in my mind, I'm after I know Christ died for me. They right. were waiting for him. Like right. they died and then just got to meet him and be like, you don't you know what I'm saying? Like that just, I get what you're saying. I don't know why. That's just like that's like blowing my mind right now. Cause in my head, like, <laughs> what I'm you're like saying. it's like this. You literally it, oh, God is good, man. <laughs> I just I cannot. He is, this. and I am grateful for everything he. I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful to know him. I'm grateful um, that I walked down the aisle at church that Sunday. But I had already given my heart to Christ. I've shared my um my uh you know my my Your baptism story. To, yeah, my coming to Jesus story. This is how I got saved story. Um, but if you have not had the opportunity to listen to my personal faith journey, it's way at the beginning of the podcast. Probably episodes. I was going to say episodes two like three. two or three or something like that. Like yeah, two, three. It's, early, it's, early it's on. Early, early. I know we split it into two. <laughs> yeah. We split it into two, but I'm going to share it again. Uh, and I was also going to say this about resurrection. It's going to be a little long-winded, but I'm going to share it because I think it's important. Okay. I... So I went, um, me and my mom were in Sam's one Saturday. We used to shop at Sam's quite often. We were at Sam's one Sunday, Saturday. And I asked her, so why do you have to be 12 to get baptized? And she said, well, you don't have to be 12 to get baptized. Why do you, why do you, why do you think you have to be 12 to get baptized? And I was like, well, that's when Tamika and Kevin, you know, got baptized. I thought you had to be 12, you know, to join. And mom was like, no, that's not true. You know, if you believe, you know, that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, then you, you know, you can accept Christ right now. Like, you don't have to wait <laughs> to be 12. <laughs> and so she was like, is that the direction you leaning in? I was like, yeah, me and him being cool. I thought I had to wait. Like, I thought I had to wait. Like, I'm ready. Like, I know, I know I belong to him. Right. So I walked down the aisle. And I was not thrilled because I felt like the pastor was like, I felt like our pastor was like harassing me. <laughs> like, do you believe he died? I was like, yes. Like, why are you? I mean, he was doing his job, but I was not like, sir, why is you grilling me in front of I ain't gonna do my. You sound like him. Uh, you you sound believe? just like him. Do you believe? Uh, uh, I can't do the other voice, but like, I used to be able to do it perfectly. As you know, I used to do it uh, when when I was doing sound in the back. We used to have this thing. It was like, mm, Judge, 
tabernacle. <laughs> like the, the, the these key phrases that like Baptist mm-hmm. preachers y'all like listen. That's uh, how you got your sound right yeah. for Sunday. I love okay. y'all to death, but oof. so okay. So, but I was thinking earlier yesterday about how when growing up, like. So the current pastor of our home church um, was my favorite Sunday school teacher, hands down, growing up. And he was my favorite Sunday school teacher because he loved Jesus. You know how when you really care about somebody, you speak well of them and you can tell in your tone of voice. Wait, who was your favorite? The current pastor of our home church. Oh, you didn't say by the name you called him, so it threw me off a little bit. Sorry. Um, but you know how you can tell somebody is in love by the way they talk about somebody? Like, he loved Jesus. And I remember sitting in his Sunday school room, and he was just talking about Jesus to me, a little nine-year-old, you know, a little eight, nine-year-old. And he, I don't know, it's just his passion came through, right? His Mm -hmm. love for Christ came through, like his genuine, like, no, no, he's the real deal. That pushed me to be like, well, how come I got to wait? You know, it's not fair. Like, I'm ready right now. And I hope, I don't know, just, I hope my love for Christ is evident in my voice. I hope I speak well of him in such a way that other people are like, what do I have to do to get to know him? Yeah. Those are the things that make the difference. And I'm so grateful that we get the chance to celebrate his resurrection. You know, that we have a set day out of the year to celebrate it. But for me, the push and the pull is that other people that I would speak so well of Christ and people know my love for him that they like, I need to get with who she to hook up with who she got on her team and i also think i'm also glad that like as i think more and more about like jesus's life and into the resurrection i'm thankful that his mindset was always spiritual right and nothing to do with with flesh and even the parts of flesh like like i said even when he, he was, did have moments, uh, you know, but it still was his focus. But it was like, but even in those moments, he knew to or how to correct himself and right. not fall into sin because he could not sin, which means like I'm thinking about the fact that he's controlling his thoughts like he's filtering it through spiritual like any of his fleshly desires are all tied. And that's why I said with the uh, with the going into the wilderness. Um, when he was fasting, like it's tied to like a biological response, right? Not a like, you know what I'm saying? Not a not a fleshly bound response. Like everything he tested the word by the word. When the devil was coming at him, it's like that's not what it says, right? Like it says this. Like you're right. not like go go from me. Like I'm not here. like in the power in his hands to continuously not be as we would be you know what i'm saying honey honey because one thing i don't like being is being in pain that's what i don't like i get real grumpy she gets frumpy just all the way like "Mm -mm, this ain't it i don't like it i get real unpleasant and so yeah i'm grateful i'm so thankful 
I'm thankful that he died for me and you and anybody that's listening. And I'm so thankful that he rose again and that I get the opportunity to have forever fellowship with him because I've accepted him. And I want, I want that to be the case for everybody and anybody that listens to like open up their heart, open up their mind and receive him. I also think about like what he knew at the time in terms of what he was doing um, in terms of like, when we think about the fact that God knows every hair on my head knew me before I was born, same, same with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it makes me cry to know that you took that for me like for the person next to me for the person that like is doing the biggest dirt in their life and that's me you know or whatever you still did it and it wasn't it wasn't like based off of like you know there could be a i I don't know the large or the complete number of non-believers or whatever the case may be or the people who are um believers but you still out here leaning the flesh and and versus whatever the case may be i don't know all those numbers but he does and was still like yes i'm doing it like for them that is so great because you know how easily you know how easily i get discouraged like if i looked at the numbers like i'm only gonna be able to save you know only this many people gonna accept me girl like some are going to know a hundred percent. Like I have talked to them, given them this and that, and they still going to be like, nah, you don't exist. Nope. Don't want it. Like he is the same today as he was then, which says to me, there are people who have like fallen on, you know, seen the glory and all this other stuff. And he's going to be like, and it's people who are like, you know, there was this uh, potato that started the mold that looked like Jesus. Praise him. Mm, he's come back. You know, what I'm, like, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, all of these different things are, are going on. And he just, I man, Easter just, it, it rings so, so much better. Um, but before we get out of here, um, I want to talk about technically my favorite thing at Easter. Now, granted, um, I'm not going to get into one of those long diatribes about, you know, the, the holidays themselves and all of this other stuff that, you know, whether it's this, that, and the third, because no matter we what We do the have some is, fun traditions that we have as a family. Yeah, we do. Um, I'm just saying more so about like, you know, the, 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 the moral, whatever conundrums of like mm, rabbits and blah, blah. Like, don't nobody care about all that. Like, uh, it's about Jesus for me. Like, mm-hmm. however I'm having fun and celebrating, it's about Jesus for me. And because of that, we have some of the most amazing traditions in our family. The Easter egg hunt involving my cousins is one of the greatest things in the world. Um, But I will start with a memory of doing Easter egg hunts with my sister. I don't like boiled eggs. It's they're fine. Like I will eat them every now and again. We have a system worked out. I mean, it's a perfect system, but we had to work the system is. out because I do not like them that much because of how much <laughs> you like the parts you like. So our system is basically, and I'll get into that and then I'll get into the little story about our, our Easter egg hunt. So system is I eat the egg whites. She just wants the yolk. I love the yolk. 
Like I cannot stand it. You love it. the white. I love the yolk. We're a perfect team. <laughs> we are a perfect team. <laughs> Now, uh, I will eat the whole thing, but if I don't have to eat the white part, I ain't going to eat good. it. And right. I don't have to because she don't. will. <laughs> I, that is the healthiest thing I have ever done as a young lad. Is I'm like, <laughs> oh, egg white me down, you know, boiled egg white me down. Uh, <laughs> but so we would have these Easter egg hunts and my sister is way more of a detective and observant than I have ever been. Now, Very granted, true. she has five years on me. Four, right, four I am time. five years old. So whenever we're doing this, like you know, I'm still like, yeah. like I remember we're running around the house looking for these eggs and stuff, and like they had placed them around the house, and she would come through with a whole bunch of them. I'm like trying to like kind of watch where she goes so I can maybe <laughs> run and over and grab one. You, may, you should have noticed about me by now. I don't have mercy for kids. Oh <laughs> no, we don't. None of us do. Like, you going to get this how it's supposed to be. Like, ain't no letting you win just to let you win, fool. Right. <laughs> so, so what? I'm older than him. He faster than me. You better get at like, it. Like, it is a fact. <laughs> and so, but yeah, so I just remember, like, being lost. My sister always getting more stuff than me, but I would get the eggs. And then we would, it, it didn't matter because at the end of the day, I knew I was going to eat the egg whites right. and the candy just- that she don't like. I'm going to give her the stuff that I don't like. And we just going to, like, get a smorgasbord of, of whatever. Speaking of, uh, I remember this one random, like, Halloween or something like that. And we, or Jesus Fest, whatever we called it. But it, one of the few times that we actually went out to do whatever it is that the kids be doing with the costumes and the candy. And we had, like, these trash bags full of candy. Like, we got a lot of candy this this one time that we did. Because after that, it I was like, this, this is. I only recall going trick-or-treating for real once in my life. And it was not with you. Maybe I went by myself. I don't know. We Maybe. had a whole bunch of candy. That's all I got to say. I went at least twice. But anyway, we had a whole bunch of candy. But I'll get back focused. Sorry, y'all. Uh, so, the tradition of these Easter egg hunts. So, when we started to... Or my sister started to orchestrate these with Tamika for our cousins. I have never laughed so hard in my life to watch these sibling pairs, trio and pair of the J's and the K's going after this candy and like <laughs> meltdowns and like, bruh. Like every year that somebody would every say, year. every year every somebody year. would say, We ain't we ain't doing this next year. This how y'all gonna act. We ain't doing this next year. <laughs> Knowing we're gonna do it next year. We're doing it next year. And we year. got video of a lot of this somewhere. Sarita probably has them somewhere. Yeah, I do have video. I tried to send it in the chat the other day when I sent the pictures, but it wouldn't go through. But yeah, I definitely have video. I looked and I laughed. <sighs> y'all, I'm <laughs> telling y'all, like they you know, and every year we would have like one of the babies, like there would be like a new one of the cousins that's like super small that you kind of got to guide around to the candy. Well, or we always let the super smalls go out first and like get some. <laughs> Man, and then just... we leave the older kids in there and then we release them. We That's re- one reason I was bruh. watching the videos because it's hilarious. Like when the door opens and they hit the door <gasps> like a damn <laughs> In later oh. years, as they got older, we started adding a money egg, and it's Man, like the only listen. egg with money in it. And of course, the 
old people felt bad for the kids because they would be crying if they didn't get the money in, so they would give them some money. And I'm like, man, man y'all better toughen these kids up. Man, we done had random <laughs> stragglers show up and, and join in. And that's <laughs> funny, too. And it's it's so much joy on them kids' faces, man. And, and, and like, it's just one of them times that's like, God is good. God is good to like bless our family and and have us together and have these times where we still like think about him, you know, amidst whatever commercial propaganda and all this other stuff. The people who still think about Jesus amidst all that, I commend you just because I know I know how hard that is. It like is. to like forget the really reason get for the caught, uh, We are more we've always been more just about spending time with family and um so yeah that still rings true so i don't know um you may be in a situation in your life right now where you are between good friday and resurrection sunday and things are looking bad um but i would encourage you to hold on because resurrection sunday is coming he is alive and honestly, Resurrection Sunday has already come for us. You have the option to accept Christ, to have him in your life, to give you new life and to be made whole. And my prayer, my hope is that anybody that listens to this understands and knows just how good God is, um, just how much he loves you. He loves you so much that he died for you and got up with all power in his hands. Um, and so that door is always open for you. And my prayer is that you accept the open door. That's all I got, brother. And that's not all you got. You got even more at BibleStudyGirl.com where there are blog posts every day. You can follow us on the socials on Twitter at BibleStudyGirl, the number two, on Instagram at underscore BibleStudyGirl. And you can also follow us on Facebook at BibleStudyGirl. Just follow the page. Um, you can message us uh, prayer requests and things there. If you want a more traditional way, just email us at BibleStudyGirl2019 at gmail.com. Um, you can also um, apply to be guests. Not not so much apply, but you really just say you want to come on and we'll work all of them details out. If you want to see us live, direct, and in person, uh, the YouTube link is down in the description. Like I told y'all at the top of this, the Grey Matter album is coming out May 12th. There are singles out right now. Search Icarus Grey. Wherever you get your music from, I'm there. The same way that you can search this podcast, we're all over. Um, and yeah, man, it's not wallowing in sin that preaches, y'all. But we preach. Um, and until we meet again, guys, keep preaching. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Happy Resurrection Sunday. He is alive. He is alive. He is alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah.